We want to thank the Lord for each one that's here tonight. We appreciate each person and especially each visitor that's come. Thank the Lord for you. And we thank God for the revival that we're having. And it's been exciting to me looking forward to coming back tonight. And uh, I'm glad to be here. You might have noticed that Linda isn't with me. She had some tests run today and uh, she was kind of wore out from it and got home and uh, started trying to get ready. And uh, finally she said, I just don't think I can go. And so I said, well, just stay home and rest. You can pray from here and God willing, maybe go tomorrow night. And so, but I appreciate each one that is here. And have scripture come on my heart today as I, I was looking through the scripture and praying and this came on my heart to read to open up. Now, this is in the fourth chapter of the book of Proverbs. And listen to this. Let thine eyes look right on and let thine eyeballs look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet and let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. We need to walk right. How can you do that? Follow Jesus. If you want to walk right, get saved and then follow the Lord. And so what great uh, counsel that is from the book of Proverbs. Let's just stand for a moment and we'll have a word of prayer. As we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you, God, for your direction in the Scripture. Uh, God, you give us the information we need to have, and uh, you give us the Holy Spirit to help us follow that information. God, help us tonight in this service. We thank you for it, and we're excited to be back tonight, and we thank God for everyone that's here and each one that might be watching on the live stream. Uh, God, we thank you for our evangelist and his family that's with us that you've blessed us to have. God, we pray tonight for this service that once again, you just continue with revival and give us powerful spirit and a lot of conviction. Speak to people's hearts. God, we just pray and we ask you to just help us to follow you, that we'd be in the center of your will. We ask you these things and praise you in Jesus' name and amen. You may be seated. We turn the service over to both Taylor and the choir. Page 158. <coughs>
Ah!
page 76. Page 76. <clears throat> <clears throat>
it was over on that side, about two rows behind Ron back there. Uh, Terry Brock was preaching. I'm glad that the king of all kings spoke to someone as small as me. And he gave me my own experience to get saved. I'm so thankful for this evening. Amen. 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 That's good. At this time, we'll have our choir come down and we'll turn it over to our master. Thank the Lord. Good to be here and good to feel God's spirit. Thank the Lord for those songs and that testimony. Well, I just praise God for what I feel tonight, what I'm expecting tonight. Let's all just stand for a minute. If you've got an unspoken request, just raise your hand. Amen. Who'd have a spoken request? Something on your heart, just follow the Lord. Amen. Pray for Brother Arnold's request. Pray for his children, his grandchildren. That's a great request. Someone else. I've been thinking a lot about um, the song that was sang last night about the battlefield and oh, the yeah. sermon last night. Yeah, man. Um, but we we're on our way here, and Hudson said, uh, he said, Dad, when's church camp again? And I said, well, I said, buddy, we got a few months. I said, it's going to be a while. And uh, he goes, oh, and Benson Turner looked at him. And he said, but at least we get to go to church. Yeah. And I said, I said thank you, Lord, that my children are excited to go to church. Amen. I've been thinking about them uh, kids that passed away, and I feel so terrible for them. Uh, but I think about how it, that could happen to anybody at any time. Yes, sir. And I want to be on the battlefield for my family. Amen. In case that happens. Amen. 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 Let's That's pray right. for those families don't come no more. Yeah. Amen. That's right, bro. Thank the Lord. Powerful testimony. Remember that. Or somebody else. Yeah. 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 Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's good. Children, they absorb a lot more and pick up a lot more than we think. And when you see that, like you expressed, boy, it just blesses your heart. Thank the Lord. Someone else. Bless your Lord. All right. Amen. 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 I have four kids God has left us with, and they're all saved. And I'm so thankful for that. Amen. That doesn't mean I'm a twin. I have a burden for other people's trails. Yeah. And 
Amen. 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 Thank the Lord. Amen. Amen. I want to say again, we're glad to have every individual here tonight. If you're a visitor or if you're just a regular attender of Lima Church, we're glad for every person that's here. And, and we need to pray for those that's not able to be here, that's wanting to be here uh, for various reasons, especially being sick. We've got a lot of people sick. And uh, so let's, let's pray for all them. Let's pray for this service and those that are here tonight that God would speak to every person that has a spiritual need and speak powerfully tonight. And God's been doing that, but we need to keep praying for that. Amen. Somebody else. Amen. Remember that. And you know, the other night when uh, Brother Israel got up to preach and he made some comments uh, sometime in his preaching, he said, I, I believe there's people that's feeling like coming to the altar now. And then he said, I believe actually there's some people that felt like coming to the altar before I ever got up to preach. Right. Even while the choir was singing or while the church was being opened up or while people was testifying, he said, I believe there's people. I feel like that tonight too. And, and what Brother Israel said, he said, it won't bother me if you come to altar before I preach. Even if I didn't get to preach, it won't bother me. If the Lord's moving and speaking to your heart, you need to come to altar. Come. And whenever you need to come, that's the time to come. If it's before the preaching, in the middle of the message, it doesn't matter what's going on. What matters is if God's calling you, obey the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I expressed that real good. I just felt like repeating that because I feel like that tonight. Now, anybody else? Uh, pray for uh, uh, Cooper Robertson, the revival he's in at uh, New Zion Missionary Baptist Church. Any others? Anybody else before we pray? If not, ask Blaine to lead us in prayer. Whatever you need to do. 
Amen. Yeah, listen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, Lord. Amen. Yeah. Appreciate that song. Now, who else feels like singing tonight? If you've got a song on your heart, please sing it. If God's give you a song to sing, please sing it. Just obey the Lord. Okay, let's pray for him while he's singing.
God gave me to open up with. We need to stay on track. Don't look back. Don't turn back. Keep pressing on. Let me ask you a question tonight. Just a thought-provoking question. You don't have to raise your hand or speak or anything. What good reason do you have to not 
obey God tonight? Think about that. The obvious answer is zero. You have no good. Now, but now let me, let me put this in perspective in my own life. There's been times when God wanted me to do something. And I said, oh, I, I can't right now. It's, it, it's the wrong time. It's the wrong time. But, but I was wrong because God doesn't give you something to do at the wrong time. He's never made a mistake. And, and sometimes uh, God would tell me to do something. Said, can't do it here. Not, not, not right here. It's not the right place. That's also a lie of Satan. God's never missed on the place either. Well, what else? I remember a time in my life God wanted me to do something. That's new. Nope. Can't do it, God. I, I won't do it because I can't. I cannot do it. Everything that God gives us to do, he will help us do it. And with his help, we can do it. God never lets you down. He never fails you. So, so, so let me encourage you tonight. If God gives you something to do tonight, don't let Satan give you a false reason for disobeying God. Just, just do what he says. Now, anybody else feel like singing? Pray for Sean. Pray. So many religions in this world today. There's a church on every corner, it seems. Everybody says they're going to heaven above. But how to get there, we cannot agree. I started this journey a long time ago, and I'm not looking for anything new. My ticket was paid for on the old cross at Calvary. By the blood of the Lamb, I'll go through. So I'm going to stay in the old time way. It's the best way that I've found. I know that it's real by the way that I feel Since the love of the Lord came down In a little old church by the side of the road At an altar of prayer I prayed through So I'm gonna stay in the old time way And I highly recommend it to you this road that I travel, it's straight and it's narrow, and oft I've been tempted to stray. But faith keeps me going, and there's comfort in knowing what's waiting at the end of the way. You might call me old-fashioned, and you might not understand me, but I won't be changing my mind. I'll stay on this old path and see what happens when I leave this old world behind. So I'm gonna stay in the old time way. It's the best way that I've found. I know that it's real by the way that I feel since the love of the Lord came down. In a little old church by the side of the road at an altar of prayer I prayed through. So I'm going to stay in the old time way and I highly recommend it to you. Amen. Amen. We can sure recommend the Lord's way to you, that old time way. 
has never changed and never will. Good, good song. Anybody else feel like singing? Boys, a good spirit here. Just, just keep praying. I pray for the preachers. We turn it over to him. Mind the Lord. And remember, there's no good reason not to obey the Lord. Please obey him tonight. And church, pray, 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 and, and give you undivided attention. It's our honor to turn over to our evangelist, Brother Israel Douglas. Appreciate being here tonight. Good to be at the house of the Lord. And uh, sometimes we take it just to term house of the Lord lightly and we call it the house of the Lord. I'm glad it's not his house if he ain't welcome. It ain't his house if he don't belong in it. And this is his house. Because he's welcome here. Uh, and I appreciate that, don't you? Uh, I, I'm glad for Lima Church. I want to say this real quick and we'll get in. I feel like we've been in revival for a while, don't you? I, I don't know about y'all, but it's only been two services, but it feels like it's been a while. Uh, and by that, that's a compliment. It just feels like I'm right at home. Uh, and I appreciate that. Uh, I thank God for the encouragement as I come in and folks is encouraging and uh, praying and, and, and doing all the... I can't do nothing without the church. And I most certainly can't preach without the Lord. And I was about 99% sure where I was going to go until Taylor sung that song. About that time, God said, I need you to go here. But Lord, I've already looked at this. Lord, I'm, I'm, but I studied it. I've thought on this all day long, Lord. He said, but I need you to go here. And I want to be what Terry said. I have zero reason not to follow him tonight. Zero. Uh, I have none. And neither do you. If you've been saved by the grace of God and God gives you something to do, y'all do it. I appreciate that song. Amen. Hey, some folks around here have been a great help to me already this week, and I appreciate them. Amen. Lifted me up in prayer, walked with me on the mountaintops and in the valleys and preaching, and I appreciate them. And tonight, God laid in my heart getting ready to go where you've never been before. I believe this, and I'm, I'm going to take my time because that's what the Lord wants me to do. Sometimes I get up and he just absolutely lays it out there, but he wants me to be real slow tonight, and I want to follow him. Yeah. In a point in, in, in your Christian life, I think God's wanting to take you a little farther than you've ever been. And some of you have been on this way a lot longer than I have. And some of the places I've never seen that some of you have. But I'm glad you've told me it was good. Amen. I'm glad for men that stood, Solly, 
and said, this is a good way. And I'm glad they laid out the way. Some of the battles that some of the old preachers have had, I didn't have because they fought them. So we wouldn't have to. Um, They've went this way before us and they know it's a good way. So if you would, turn with us. We're going to read some scripture over in the book of Joshua. Imagine that. Book of Joshua. If you would, in the first chapter, and hopefully the Lord will be my helper and he'll help me to preach. Get, get ready. We're going where we ain't never been before. And I don't know about you, but I want to go. I'm not talking about heaven. I've been there. Amen. I'm homesick for it because I've been there. You can't be homesick in a place you ain't never been. Amen. I'm talking about my walk this way. I'm talking about he's already walked with me uh, over the 34 years that I've been saved. Amen. My wife may correct me if uh, I'll probably get my age and marriage dates wrong and all them things and she'll correct me here in a little bit, but Amen, y'all just bear with me. I'm pretty sure I'm 44. Pretty sure we've been married 25 years and I've been saved for 34 of them. Amen. Uh, so, and I've been preaching for 24 of them. So, amen, you pray. I, I need your help tonight. Uh, I've been on this way for a minute, Terry. Uh, but some folks have been on this way a lot longer than I have. And uh, I'm glad that they've stood in the way and said, it's a good way. I appreciate the good song tonight. Yeah. Amen. I'm just going to stay in the way, ain't you? Yeah. There ain't but one way, and that's the right way. Right. Whether we what? There ain't but one way. Uh, there's several different ways we can build a house. There's several different vehicles. There's all kinds of different stores and brands of clothes. But there ain't but one way to get to heaven. Amen. Amen. Uh, not several different paths. Not uh, several different ways. Not several different gospels. There ain't but one way. I've never seen or read anywhere where there was another way, amen? Uh, The Bible said there ain't but one way. So uh, now listen, over in the book of Joshua 10th verse, we're gonna read the scripture and y'all pray as uh, God would help us to preach. And then Joshua commanded the officers of the people saying, pass through the host, command the people saying, prepare ye victuals for within three days you shall pass over this Jordan to go to possess uh, the land which uh, the Lord your God giveth you to possess it. And that's the reading that we felt like reading. Amen. Uh, so I desire your prayers. Now, if it be all right, God uh, laid me in my heart to give you a little back story to get us to where we're at right now. And uh, so tonight, uh, we think about back there uh, uh, in the land of Egypt. There's some folks down there. Uh, uh, God's people wound up in bondage uh, uh, down in the land of Egypt. And uh, God sent a deliverer down there in his name uh, was Moses. Uh, boy, most of you Bible readers ought to uh, be able to know who that is. Amen. Uh, so uh, uh, now this man Moses, he uh, gets down there and, and the Bible said, I'm just preaching. I'm going to try to get to Joshua. Amen. Uh, so you pray just a minute. Uh, uh, but before we can get to where he's at, uh, amen, we must understand what he came through. Uh, uh, yes, sir. Uh, uh, so here it is. Uh, uh, boy, this is the first chapter of the 
books of Joshua. Amen. They've come up now. Up out of the land of Egypt, Moses has went down. He's got them. God showed himself. Showed them that they're the Lord. They got down there to the Red Sea. Amen. And the Bible said God parted the waters and they went across on dry ground. And Pharaoh and his army went in and they were swallowed up. And looking behind them, there was nobody pursuing them anymore. Amen. I like the song, I've come too far to turn back. Amen. Listen, though they just made it to the Red Sea, some of them even looked Terry and said, well, you brought us out here and now we're going to die. What are we going to do now? And Moses said, stand still and see the salvation of God. Amen. Can I tell you tonight? Amen. The waters might look deep and wide, but if you'll just stand still, God's on his way and he's able to help you. Amen. So now listen. They get across the Red Sea. Their enemies swallowed up. Amen. And they get down there and they're wandering around in the wilderness. Amen. They build a temple. They do all kinds of things. God makes manna rain from heaven. Amen. Can I tell you? Like the dew upon the ground. He fed them in the winter. He fed them in the summer. He fed them in every season of their life. Amen. He takes care of them. And now Moses has sinned. And he can't go into the promised land. Amen. I'm not talking about heaven. Amen. But before anything happens, they said, now we're going to take some spies. And we're going to send them into the promised land. Amen. Yes, sir. And they're going to go over there. And they're going to tell us what it is. So they called one from every tribe. And they said, now go over there and spy it out. And the Bible said Joshua and Caleb went over in that country. Amen. And said this. They brought back fruit from that country. Terry, I'm glad for men of God who's brought back some fruit from that country. Amen. So listen. Well, preacher, I don't know where I'm going. Just hold on. I promise you it'll be good. Here they are. Amen. They go in to spy out the city. Amen. Boy, they look around, 10 folks come back. Boy, don't this sound like a Baptist church to you? Amen. We can't do it. These walled cities and giants in that land. We can't do it. Amen. Oh boy, don't that, hey, preacher. Y'all not harp on us Baptists. Hey, that's what I am. That's what I kind of talk about it. Amen. I was born one. I'll die one. Amen. I'll be one until they call me home. Amen. I just tell them what I am. Yes, sir. I ain't found no other way to go. So I reckon I'll just stay with the old time way. Amen. So you listen to me. There they are. All complaining about what's over there. Oh, but here comes two fellas. Amen. Man, uh, boys, listen. Uh, is it all right if I just use an example tonight? Uh, hey, man, I ain't trying to put nobody uh, on a pedestal, but it'd be all right uh, if I follow my heart tonight. Uh, hey, man, uh, I look at two men in this church, uh, hey, man, uh, who have gave us a good report. Uh, hey, man, boy, you 
pastor who's been here for 50 years. Amen. He said, I've been there. I know what you're going through. Let me give you a little fruit. Amen. Of how good it is if you'll follow the Lord. I thought about Billy Ray. See, he began to sing that song. Amen. Talking about the old ship design. Amen. I believe give him flowers while they're living. Amen. No wonder you wanted him to follow you around, Terry, and go places with you. Amen. He's got under me and lifted me on the mountaintops. Amen. And I appreciate him for saying, look at what God's got for you if you'll just follow him. Amen. And it came back, the Bible said, Billy Ray, and they had the staff and the cluster of grapes was so big that they had it on their shoulders and they were carrying it back. And not only to tell everybody it was the land God gave them, but to show them what it had. Telling people about Jesus, boy, that's good. Showing them, that's even better. Amen. Preacher, how do you do that? By your life you live. Amen. Now, boy, we're almost there now, ain't we? Amen. That's a few years. Quite a few years from when they spied out the city until we get to this chapter. About 39 or 40, if I'm not mistaken. Amen. It wasn't that big of a journey to get from where they were to where they were going. But by their disobedience, they had walked around in a circle. For 40 years. About a couple of months, I think, if you track it, they could have been in the promised land in about two months. Forty years. Wandering around. You ever been there? Yeah. You ever been there? Can I preach to you just a minute? Hey man, where you're starting out real good for God and you'll make a good little turn, you'll get to a peak and then you'll turn right back around. That's what they did. They got, Blaine, they got up there right next to it and then they had to go all the way back around huh, where they's at in a circle huh, for 40 years. Huh, amen, just wandering huh, in the wilderness. Huh. Hey, some of them folk died huh, in the wilderness. Huh, amen. Huh, can I tell you, don't die in the wilderness tonight. Huh, amen. Huh, when God's got a land for you huh, that's yours to possess. Huh, amen. Huh, can I, hey, huh, I'm just going to preach just a minute. Huh, amen. Huh, you don't get to a certain age huh, where you you get to kick back at God's house huh, and not have to do anything anymore. Huh? Amen. Huh? You don't have to like that, but it's the truth. Huh? Amen. Huh? It ain't time for the new generation to take over. Amen. It's time to be a church huh, together. You know what? I'm never going to say I'm going to sit back and let the youth do it. Preacher, why not? Because I miss my blessing. You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to get in there with the youth and worship with them. Ain't that the truth? Here Joshua was, boys, by my recollection, 
Joshua and Caleb, the only two came out of Egypt, got to go over there. Amen. Out of all them people that came up out of Egypt, Joshua and Caleb, the only two. Over 20 that got to go in that land. That sounds pretty much like the youth to me, don't it, you, Terry? Yeah, yeah, buddy. Amen. Is it all right if I do this? Hey, man, if you're 30 years and younger, would you stand up now? 30 years and younger. Man, 30 years. <laughs> Boy, I don't want to put a smile on your face. Y'all can be seated. Hey, man. Hey, can I tell you something tonight? I think I'll go with you. Hey, man, you know what? Why, preacher? Because, not because it's a new way, because it's a good way. So here they are. Moses went up on top of the mountain. Hey, man, he's 120 years old. His eyesight's not dim. His strength is not gone. Hey, man. Blaney's in good health. Yeah. And he goes up on the mountaintop. Yeah. What's he going to do? Goes to die. Yeah. Amen. And he says, God, is it all right if I tell you my heart tonight? Huh? Maybe he said something like this. God, I did all I could do. I know I've made some mistakes. I know I've done some wrong things. But God, you've laid a man out that you've let me work with. You've let me walk beside of. You've let me worship you with him. Amen. You've gave him a good man. Amen. And I know my journey has come to an end. Amen. But thanks be to God, you've laid out somebody who can help to take them on over to the land. Hey, he went up on the mountain. You know where he went to look at? The land that God gave them to possess. Amen. Hey, can I tell you something? I've seen it. It's good tonight. Moses was Joshua's hero. Preacher, y'all not make heroes out of men. Well, I got some. And I think I'll just hold on to them. There's one thing I understand, Blaine, about having a man for a hero. He's human. But there's one thing I understand about having men as a hero. They'll look at me and say, it's a good way. Paul said, follow me as I have followed Christ. Can I ask you to ask yourself a question in your heart tonight? Would you do it for me? Amen, each one of you. Tonight, would you do it? I'm ready to go. You with me? I'm ready to go. All right, let's talk. Here we are. Moses is gone. Joshua's down here. Hey Amen. And he's probably prayed a prayer like I prayed tonight. God, I can't do this without you. God, I can't help these people without you. And God, he 
if you would, show me the way to go. Amen. Boy, I believe you got his heart right, don't you? Amen. His leader's gone. He's had to step up. Eric, amen. Can I tell you, youngin', something right now? It ain't time to step up when they're gone. It's time to step up right now. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Well, I'll do this when everybody else can't. Y'all do it right now. Amen. You know what Joshua was doing while Moses was alive? Leading the children of Israel with Moses. Amen. You know why? Because he wanted to learn what it's about. Hey, can I say something to you preachers just a minute? Amen. Find you somebody, get under their wing as tight as you can, and hold on. Amen. Why, preacher? Because they'll help you if you'll let them. Lima, you're blessed. You're blessed. I said those that stood up under 30 boys, a big old slew of them. I know I barely missed you, Chase. I know you was upset. Amen. Listen, that ain't nothing my wife tried to stand up there now. You know what happened when I asked for those that were under 30 to stand up? I saw some young preachers standing up. You know what else I saw, Blaine? I saw you song leader standing up. Y'all be thank God you got one that knows how to move in the spirit of God. It ain't just picking songs to be picking them. Amen. But God's helping him. To, I got one down there at Smyrna. I hope he tunes in. Amen. I'll give him some flowers while he's like, He prays about the songs he ought to sing before he ever gets to church. Amen. Thank God for a spiritual song later. Amen. Thank God that somebody cares enough to say, God, what direction you want me to go? And every song they sing lines up with the preacher's heart. Amen. I'm telling you something. There's a way to go about this. Amen. So here, here he is. He's come down to the time. God said, now it's time for you to get ready to take them over. Moses is gone, and now you're going to have to take them into the promised land. Amen. Joshua probably had his heart broke. Amen. For the people. If you remember, some of them got down there and they said, we're not going. Amen. We're going to stay over here. Hey, can I tell you? Hey, I'll have to get there. Give me just a minute. Am I about to get ahead? myself. Amen. Some of them looked at him and said we're not going over there. Amen. We're going to stay right here. Amen. And they did. But what Joshua say? You might stay here but you're going to send your men over there to help us fight. Amen. So now listen. Can I tell you something? Going to the land God gave you is better than asking somebody what it's like. You imagine all them years Joshua and Caleb got bombarded. Is it really the promised land? How many times they had to tell the story, Billy Ray, about the fruit they seen over there? Terry, how many times they had to sit down with the folks and tell them this is the land 
that God's gave us yeah, to possess. Amen. Amen. Can I tell you, this is the way the Lord has made. Amen. Yes, sir. The Bible said this is the day the Lord has made. It doesn't say we will. It doesn't say we might or let us. It says we will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. You know what that means? There's some rejoicing to do on this one. How long's it been since you rejoiced? Preacher, you're just one of them old mean preachers. I just love you. I don't know how else to put it. Joshua said, you might stay over here, but your men's gonna go fight with us. Here they are, they're all camped out now, boys. Are you with me? They're all camped out now. Joshua passes through the camp, gets the host of the people. Pass through the camp. You ever did that? You know what that is? That's some good testimonies. When it passes through the camp. He said, you go tell them. Tell them what? Prepare you victuals. For in three days, we're going to cross over. Do you know what victuals are? Or victuals? It's food. Prepare you. Get, get your food together. Get ready. We're about to take a journey. Can I tell you, you ain't going to go nowhere unless you've eat. Amen. Boy, it got quiet. You ain't going to go nowhere you ain't had a meal. And I reckon God's been sending them out free course. Today, I'm going to tell on Chase. Today, me and my wife had a hankering for pizza. And I said, well, I'll order some pizza down here. She said, no, if we're going to eat pizza, we're going to go out to Chase. Out there and eat pizza. We got down there and we ordered and I'd stepped up to the window. Pulled my wallet out. He said, you're not paying I said, yeah. He said, you're not paying. Boy, he's serious too. But my, He said, go get your drink and sit down. I'll fix you some food. Preacher, what you saying? A meal God's prepared for you ain't cost you a dime. The only thing you're doing is refusing a free meal. I believe with all my heart in the services that feel like we've been here for weeks and weeks. I just don't know about anybody else. I believe God's handed out some meals. Amen. And said, now get you some strength and let's go. Prepare ye victuals, they said. Amen. For in three days... We're going to cross over. Amen. So folks begin to get them some food together. Amen. We got done eating. You know what happened? We had a few things left over. I turned around. You know what he did? He boxed it up for me and Amy. Sit here and I take this with you. You might get hungry later. Hey, 
You can't eat leftovers from God. But I tell you what, if he'll give you some food, he'll take it home with you. Amen, it'll feed you in the wee hours of midnight. When you wake up in the morning and you're all by yourself, ain't nobody else around. Amen, the good gods, hot bread will feed you in the middle of the night, in the middle of the storm, in the middle of trouble. You'll sit down. He said he prepares a table in the presence of of my enemy. What a God. Boy, I didn't know I was going to get there. I even preach about that. And that's all right. God gave a good example. Here they are. Now they've eaten. He don't just say get food. What's he say? Get prepared. On down in... The verses in the chapter, you know what he told them, Terry? Now they've eat. Now they got prepared. You know what he told them? Sanctify yourself. Yeah. Oh, boy. Ain't nobody likes that word in the modern church. Amen. Uh, sanctify yourself. What's that mean? Amen. That means get clean. That means get things gone. Uh, clean up and get ready. Amen. Uh, can I tell you tonight? It's time to clean up and get ready. Amen. It's time to quit laying in the hog pens of the world and come out and get cleaned up. Amen. Because God called you out of the place you're in to take you to a land you ain't never been before. And the sad thing is, man, you ain't going to go in the shape you're in. Preacher, you don't know what shape I'm in. No, but God does. Matter of fact, I don't know a third of you's name. Hey, man, love being an evangelist. I don't know half of you. Hey, man. And the ones I do know, I love. And the ones I don't know, I love. Preacher, I'm just ready for the next step. You heard him say it before, ain't you? You heard him get there. I'm just ready for the next step. You're ready for the next step, but you ain't ready to take the steps to get to the next step. They had to eat. Prepare your victuals. Get ready. And then he comes back to them after they get done eating. And he says, now clean up. Because yeah. tomorrow God's going to do wonders among you. Preacher, I've been praying for a miracle. God wants to give you one. He don't give miracles anymore. I beg your pardon. Amen. My God's still a God of miracles. Amen. My God's moved when I ain't never seen things move. Amen. Boys, he's moved in the wee hours of midnight. If it's just speaking peace to my soul in the midst of a storm, I've got a God that still does miracles. So they get up. Well, I appreciate the Lord, don't you? I love how he is. 
to use an old mouthpiece like me. I, I never figured out in the years I've been preaching, Jerry, why he ever called me. But I'm glad. He said, son, it's time to go to the next level. <coughs> Preacher, what do you mean? Paul said this, when I was a child, I spake as a child. I did as a child. I acted as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. You know what's childish playing? It's for you to sit there and not follow the Lord and your children watching your life. You know what's childish? To go home and talk about the preacher just because you got upset at the message. Preacher, I don't like that. You know what's childish? Not liking the gospel. When I became a man, I put away childish things. Amen. And whether the gospel will dig me up, or whether it be for me or against me, I, I'm going to prop it up. Amen. I, I like it when a man of God digs me up, boys. I, I don't know about anybody else, but I like it when he gets down there where nobody else can get, and he digs out some things nobody else can dig out. And I can get cleaned up, and God says, I'm going to take you to the next level. Preacher, surely you don't like that. Joshua said this, sanctify yourselves for tomorrow God's going to do wonders among you. Y'all pray. They wake up next morning. They've got sanctified, didn't they? You know what they did? They got in prayer with God and just like David said over in Psalms, Lord, cleanse the iniquities of my heart. Can I preach this? God knows your secret place. Amen. God knows the depths of your heart and the sin you've got hid from everybody else. You ain't got hid from him. That's easy to paint a pretty picture, ain't it? Well, you mean I come in with a smile on my face, act like everything's all right, and me and Amy had a knockdown drag out before we got out of the parking lot. How you doing this morning? <laughs> you doing good? Now, how are you? I'm doing great. What you mean, preacher? Though nobody else knew it, God knew it. See, I told on myself, but it's just the truth. Sanctify yourself means get really deep with God. Sanctification is the process in which begins in salvation. And is, boy, come on. He is that in which, now listen, I'm wording it myself. That in which takes prayerful self-examination. It takes sacrificing. It takes getting rid of some things in your life so you can go to the next level. Yeah. Boy, I want to say this, and we're going to 
Finish up, I promise. I love the Lord. I love it when he don't let me know where we're going. I just got to trust him then, Terry. I'm going to say this. Last night, there could have been about 20 people or 30 maybe on the altar. And I will match that number again tonight. And you ain't needed on, wait one minute on me to tell you to get sanctified. Preacher, we need you to tell us to get right. No, that's, that's hogwash. You've been born again. You got something on the inside that tells you when you're wrong and when you need to get right. I appreciate the preacher for digging me up, but before he ever dug me up, God already told me I was wrong. You don't like the message because it upsets your playhouse. You don't like the preacher because he tells you the truth. You don't like church because it feels like they're judging you. You know what's judging you? Your own sin is judging you. Amen. Your own feel. Hey, you know what? When I would go to church, ain't no one of them knew what my life was like, but I felt like they all passing judgment up because I was the one that was wrong. All them Christians do is just judge us. Hey, I saw a church said judgment-free zone. Hey, man, you ever put a sign up like that? I just quit associating with you. Because judgment begins at the house of the Lord. Judgment-free, I ain't judging you, but the God's word will judge you. Whether Joshua knew their sin or he did not, he said, clean up. They get up on the morrow, Sally. Joshua gives them instructions. Now, boy, I like these instructions, don't you? When you see the priest bearing the Ark of the Covenant and he comes before you, get up and follow him. <laughs> hey! Can I tell you, when you see the Lord coming, get up and follow it. Amen. Because where he wants to take you, it's good tonight. And what he wants to do, I promise you, will help you tonight. When you see him, get up and follow him. They had to stay probably about a mile away from the ark of the covenant. They weren't even allowed to get anywhere around that thing. You know that. So when we picture them parting Jordan here in a minute, I want you to understand that it had to be parted so they could go across. We got millions of people, the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant, all about to get up and go somewhere. And every one of them had to get sanctified so they could go. And not one of them was about to get left behind that did not want to get left behind. Preacher, what are you saying? This revival can be life-changing for you or it can do nothing. It's your choice. We're going. Tell you, we're going. And I hate to say it like this. I know it sounds so 
mean when, when you word things like this. But we're going with or without you. But we want you to go with us. Just so you know, we care that you're not getting up and ready to go. We care that you don't want to go with us. We want you to go with us. The church wants you to go with us. Amen. When they plead their case and said, we're going to stay on this side, I believe they looked up and said, are you sure? Please, come with us. That's the land God gave us. Nope. We're going to stay right here. Terry Brock ain't never been able to make anybody go to church. He ain't never been able to make anybody get saved. He ain't never been able to make you obey the Lord. He just ain't. Why, preacher? Because it's your choice. Can you picture it? Here he comes, right through the camp, boys. Priest got his garment on. On the bottom of that garment, he got bells and pomegranates. Amen. They can hear him coming. They're getting ready. The priest is bearing the ark. Can you hear him tonight? Can you hear him? Yeah, can you hear him? He is the law of God. He's the man that fell from heaven. And he is my high priest. Amen. Yes, sir. I can hear him as he's coming through the camp. Yes, sir. Getting ready to put his feet right in the water. Amen. Why? So somebody can come across on dry ground. They got them staves. Got them men. They've got that Ark of the Covenant bared. Here comes the priest. They hear him. And before they see him, they what? They hear him. I'm glad Jesus spoke to me one day. Praise his holy name. Yeah. I'm glad I heard him. But I'm so glad I saw him. Yeah, boy. Amen. Jesus, here he comes, boys. He's walking through the camp. They're getting ready to get down there to the River Jordan. Amen. He takes his feet. He puts them in the water. About that time, the River Jordan, which was out of its banks, by the way. Amen. It begins to heave up. Way down here. Way down there. That the children of Israel can go across on dry ground. Amen. Listen, I'm going to sum this part up. Because God wants me to get right in one place. And then I'll be done. Hey, listen to me. So they go over there. And they defeat the cities. They defeat the giants. They do all them things. And those men that Joshua had to go with them comes back home. Amen. You know what they do? They gather around them men. And they say, can you tell us what it was like when you was over there? Was it really everything that they said it was? And you know what them men had to say? You ought to have seen it. Amen. I'd love to tell you, but you just ought to have seen it. You'd have never believed me. You'd have to see it to believe it. Can I tell you, I can tell you all day long how good it is to follow him, but it's better to feel it and know it and see it than I can tell you. That's it, get a song. Sing that song you've sung. You and your wife sung. 
I think that'd be appropriate, don't you? That'd be all right. As your pastor comes to listen, I know this because I know it. You'll find nobody in this world loves you more than this man right here loves you. Preacher, how do you know that? Because he stands up here and begs to you. Just do what God wants you to do. Do what God wants you to do. That's somebody that loves you. Eric, that's somebody that loves you. You know, somebody that don't love you tells you to keep going the way you're going. Somebody that don't love you tells you it's all right. They don't understand. You know what Terry says? Amen, whether you like it or not, he just tells you the truth. Preacher, how do you know that? Because I've called him when I needed him, and I might not have wanted to hear it at the time, Terry. But you know what he did? Told me the truth. You know why he told me the truth? Because he loves me. You know why we preach to you? Because we love you. Preacher, you said you do it because you love the Lord. Amen. And by loving him means I must love you. Because how can you love the brother? How can you not love the brother whom you have seen and love God whom you have not? Amen. I love you tonight. But God's called you out and said, sanctify yourself. We're just getting started. Preacher, I just want to come and do nothing. Well, nothing is what you'll do if that's what you want. But I didn't come to do nothing. I come to follow Him. I said, Lord, if you want to preach this tonight, you'll have to bear it in front of me so I can follow you. Why? Why? Because I can't plan these things out. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how them preachers write down all their sermons. I don't know how to do that. Hey, man, boy, it'd be a mess if I did. I've got a job, and part of my job is computer work. And if anybody knows me, I'm just an old hillbilly from Tennessee. Hey, man, and I'll get in there, and I'll start typing, and I'll send that email to that little girl who's the account manager who probably got a college degree or whatever she's got, and she'll call me, and she'll say, what did you mean? She'll read me what I wrote and I'll laugh because I'm like, surely I didn't write that. That don't even make sense. And she'll begin to type and she'll read me. She'll say, did you mean this? That's exactly what I meant to say. Listen, you ain't got to have everything figured out. You got good folks around you that will help you. You got a good church that loves you. You hear me? And when you don't know which way to go, hold on. Because they do. They've been this way before. You know why I call Terry? I've been pastoring a measly 12 years. 11, I think, 11. Let me correct that. He's got more than that in his shirt pocket. So when I'm faced with a problem, you know what I do, Blaine? I call him. 
I need some help. I don't know how to handle this. Number one, he'll usually say, listen to your wife. She knows what she's talking about. And he'll say, well, one time I was in this situation. Can I just tell you what I did? Eric, I'll get done talking to him. And next thing you know, I'll say, boy, what good advice he just gave me. Why? Because he's been this way before. He brought back some fruit. You know what them stories were? Some fruit. Let me tell you how I handled Let me tell you what God did. Let me tell you how He helped me. Old or young, you ain't in this long. Whether you've been saved six months or 60 years, you ain't in this long. The only reason you feel isolated or by yourself is because you've chose to be that way. Sanctify yourself. Is that all right if I say this tonight? I don't know about you, Terry, but I'm ready to go, ain't you? Yeah, man. I saw him come before us. Yeah. Bill has got his feet in the water. It's all rolled back, ready for us to go possess the land. Amen. In which we've never been before. Amen. Do you want to go alone? Preacher. I'm here every time the doors is open. I do all kinds of things. Amen. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It matters if God's calling you right now to come and say, I want to go. I don't care if you're a preacher or deacon. I don't care who you are, where you're at, what your status is. I don't know. And I just really, doesn't matter to me. All matters to me is God said, let's go. Amen. And I want to go. Do you want to go with me? Come on, we're going. You want to go with us? Can I just be honest for a minute? Right there, my heart got real heavy. You know what should have happened? About everybody should have ran to the altar and said, I want to go. Wouldn't it have been great? Wouldn't it have been great if before he even got to say sanctify yourselves, people woke up and said, Hey, I'm ready to go, Joshua. I'm ready. I don't know what God's got for me, but I want it. I'm ready. Let's go. I believe some folks could have already been on the altar. When Terry stood and opened his Bible and began to read, I believe he could have come. What are you waiting on? Preacher, I'm waiting on you to invite me. You're waiting on the wrong person. We're going to give an altar call, but if God's told you to come and pray, He's the right person. You ready to go? You ready to go? Come on. You ready to go?
Like this just young man has. If Listen, if you're lost, you can get saved. If you're saved, you can get uh, cleaned up. You can get sanctified. And if you're in a spot, and this happens to a lot of people, nothing nothing to be ashamed of. If you're in a spot and you're thinking, well, did I really get saved or, or did I not? God can let you know for sure. I, we saw as good evidence of that right now tonight as I've ever seen in my whole life. That's powerful. That's a, that's a declaration from heaven. Now, if you're lost, if you need to rededicate your life and, and still adores this church, if you need to join here, you're welcome to do that. If you're saved, God, God will bless you. But while they shake hands, him, if you want to, still there's plenty of room on the altar. Just make your way. Come. We'll pray with you. God will take care of business. Look around, there's unhappiness. Some see no reason for living. Life will give you a broken dream. Full of heartache and 
fear turn around don't look back again face the new day come on home Place your heart in Jesus. It's joy unspeakable. For he can mend broken dreams. I've come too far to look back. My feet have walked through the valleys. I've climbed mountains. Cross rivers, desert places I've known, but I'm nearing the whole shore, where the redeemed are rejoicing, heaven's angels are singing. Angels 
too far to look back. Amen. Amen. Look around, there's no happiness. Some see no reason for living. Come on. Life will give you a Y'all just come pray. For he yeah. in broken come on. I've come too far yeah. to look back. My feet have walked through the valleys. Yeah. I've climbed mountains, crossed rivers, desert places. I'll probably get out of the way. I'm going to follow my heart. I was driving down the road, and I've got a six-year-old, and the job that I've got, he sometimes can go with me. And he'll be like, Dad, I want to go with you. And I'll say, okay. And he got in the vehicle, and we're driving down the road. Terry, and he looks at me, and he says, he didn't have to do it. I said, no. He said, but he did. Dad, he didn't have to wake us up this morning, did he? I said, no. He said, but he did. I've come too far to look back. Amen. I've come too far to turn around now. Amen. Boys, I'm telling you, I'm glad I got a kid at six years old that looked at me and knowed enough about God in heaven to say he didn't have to do it, but he did. Amen. Tonight, y'all ought to know that as well. He didn't have to give you the opportunity. He didn't have to wake you up. He didn't have to bless you today, but he did. Preacher, what are you saying? I'm going to reiterate what Terry has said. You have zero excuses, zero to follow him tonight. Preacher, give me one good reason why Jesus Need I say more? He is my reason why. Amen. Amen. I'm glad to be here. I appreciate this young man. Amen. I said, I knew the answer. I said, you want to join church, get baptized? I said, yeah. Can I hear a move or receive Mr. Candidate for baptism? Regular move in 10 seconds. Everybody in favor, just raise your hand. Amen. Yeah, well, yeah. You feel like so much a part of us, we'll just let you vote anyhow. Ah. Thank the good Lord. What a meeting. 
What a meeting. I praise God. And I'll, I'll just tell you this. I have to ask her when she gets home, when I get home. But I know Linda wants to come. She couldn't. I know she's watching on live stream if it's possible. And I think she is. And there was one time where I thought, Linda's shouting right now. Amen. And I'll be, I'll be real surprised if she tells me no. I, I feel like, I thought, boy, Linda's here in spirit. She couldn't come. But That's her heart's here. I thought, I bet she's shouting right now. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so that's something to shout about. And uh, as wonderful as this service is, it's just mountaintop good. I believe there's some more people could have moved. Amen. And more Me good things and more good things happened. But I praise God for what has happened and uh, what God's blessed us with. Anything on anybody's heart? All right, well, let's, we'll remind people again there's uh, food and fellowship off. You like to go out and have a bite to eat and fellowship and visit. And, and uh, I think that's, that's great. And uh, <coughs> what, I'm telling you what, and this is serious. I am already excited and looking forward to coming back tomorrow night. Amen. Me too. Now, that's revival when you can feel like that. I'm telling you what. And, and listen, if God has spoken to you here tonight, if he keeps speaking to you, even after you go home tonight, if God's still calling you, uh, the Spirit of God's got to be dealing with you, but if God's Spirit's dealing with you, you can repent at home Amen. and come back tomorrow night and tell us about it. Amen. Obey the Lord. Whenever he calls is the right time to move. Okay. Yeah, come on. Follow the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen, sis. Listen to that. Amen. You that's been sitting here wrestling with this and resisting and turning it away, this is your opportunity to come and get in. This is your opportunity. Please come while they sing this song. Please come. Please come. Come on. Come on. Everybody obey the Lord. pray. Come to the altar. We'll pray with you. Come on.
Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord. Yeah, man. He gave such a good example about the mule yeah. pulling that burden, and, and there's going to be something behind that yeah. for it to be a burden. Yeah. So I'm thinking about that plow. Yeah. And if that mule pulls harder and faster, that plow's going to go deeper. Amen. Amen. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, man. That song says. There's no if with God. Amen. He's going to pass by, and he's passed by tonight. Yeah. Don't, don't, do that. I can remember being lost, and I turned yeah. the Lord away. I, I fell on conviction. I was about 12 years old, and I turned him away time and time again. And uh, I went, went to church. I didn't hardly ever go to church. I went to church and sat beside a little girl, and we were having communion. And uh, at that time, the deacons passed it around through the church on his way back in the back. And they came by and they offered me communion. They didn't know if I was saved or lost. That was on me. And I said, no, I can't take it. And she looked at me and she said, why can't you take it? And I said, well, I'm lost. And that's the first time yeah. I said it out loud. And it broke me so bad. I should have went and got saved right there that night. And I said, no, I can't. This ain't my church. The devil whooped me again. He just, you know, he'll do that. He just says, do it later, do it later. Yeah. You know, but. I finally, I went to church the next Sunday, and the Lord called again. It wasn't real loud like it had been before, but it was still that voice. And I went and I got saved. But it, the best thing you can do is just know where you're at. If you're lost, you're lost. We've all been lost. Everyone yeah. in here has been lost. A whole bunch of us have been saved. Yeah. It's way better on this side than that side. Amen. Don't let the devil hold you back anymore. Just move out for him. Amen. Thank, thank the Lord for Brother Sean that testimony. I appreciate that. Thank God for his spirit here tonight. It's powerful in a time of rejoicing. But think about this. When I would do good, evil is present. So as powerful as God's moving and as wonderful as he's blessing, the devil will try to throw something in the mix to be uh, discouraging uh, negative, disappointing, uh, but we don't have to go with that if we're God's people. We can go with what Israel preached about tonight, and we can keep on going the way that the Lord wants us to go. We can follow the priest that's carrying the thing through the through the water. Okay. Anybody else before we come to a close? Sure, good to be here. All right. Keep praying, keep inviting people. Everybody can come back tomorrow night uh, ready uh, for another good meeting. You know, what he preached about being ready. <laughs> and I appreciate people being ready. And boy, I'll tell you what, we've yeah, had some folks that's ready. Yes, sir. And, uh, but don't yes, let sir. up. Don't let up. Just press on into it. There's, there's more steps to take and uh, more places to go. And just keep on keeping on for the Lord. And so... But if nobody else has got anything, we remind folks there's food in the uh, fellowship hall.
And uh, we're not going to ask for a dismissal, but I am going to get somebody to ask a blessing over food. And I believe I get Brother Ryan to do that.